Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless. Here, I want to talk to you today about Satan can't cast out Satan. All right. The first thing I want to say is, is this, and I need you guys to uh, really, really, really uh, take this in. We're going to get in good theology today. And it's this humans. I'm getting excited just talking about it, man, because this is some good stuff, man. God be speaking to me when it comes to this topic of deliverance or demons and angels and stuff like that. Here's what I want to share with you. And it's this. And it's humans or human beings can violate laws. Demons cannot. Let me say that again. Most profound statement you're going to hear in a long time. Human beings, you and I, those made in the image and the likeness of God that carry uh, the Zoe kind of life inside of us, made in his image, his very reflection um, carrying his attributes uh, and good character and, uh, and, and everything that pertains to life and godliness, we can violate and choose not to obey a rule. Demons cannot. Now, if you embrace what I just said, I'm going to show you some powerful verses I caught this revelation found hidden in Matthew or Matthew chapter 12 and Luke 11. Write it in the chat room. Matthew chapter 12, Luke 11. Now I'm going to throw you, throw out the verses for you. You're going to read them on your own time. And it's this. Satan cannot cast out Satan. Now, obviously, you and I have been taught uh, to view that verse within the blueprint or within the paradigm of a worldview as concerning the unity of the kingdom of darkness in relation to one another and relation to their headmaster, Lucifer and Satan. Now, yes, that's a portion of it, but there's a hidden code. There's a hidden code within there. And it's this is what it's actually letting us know is that the demon spirits follow protocol. They're built to follow protocol. They never break rank. Listen, And if they never break rank, that means they cannot break laws. For breaking rank is to break away from an established precept, command, or a law. To break rank is just a term of one uh, violating uh, the word or the command or the suggestion of a superior. 
Alright, so with that being said, this, this actually narrows down your deliverance sessions about 40 minutes. In my house, I don't allow deliverance to go longer than 30 minutes per person. Sometimes 20 minutes. And I'm really trying to get to the place where we could do it within less than 15 minutes. But if you go over 30 minutes, you've lost control somewhere. And now it is a power encounter instead of a truth encounter. All right, let me continue to drive this point in. All right, so Luke 11 says Satan cannot cast out Satan, which means Satan himself along with all of the hierarchy of the kingdom of darkness, our follow protocol. Now, here's what I've been saying in the last uh, couple of months as I travel the globe uh, teaching deliverance, and it's this. I found this code, and it's this. If you find the right law, Satan has to release you. Listen, let me say that again. If you find the right law, Satan or the devil or demons, they have to release you. Now, let's get into another portion of scripture so I can begin to help expand your line of thinking. Am I teaching good? Man, this is some good stuff. Now, watch this. I found another code. I've never taught what I'm about to teach you right now uh, because I'm still forming it. And on top of that, the body of Christ is inundated with plagiarizers. I don't want nobody taking this revelation, but I'm going to throw it at you. Um, and I'm going to encrypt it. In case you try, you might try to take my stuff. All right. <laughs> First Samuel chapter 16, an amazing story that you and I have read since we've been saved. David and Goliath. Now, what's interesting about the event between the confrontation between David and Goliath um, is for me, it's not found in the story of David defeating the giant. Is actually, watch this, it's actually what was transpiring for 40 days before the confrontation. Did you, catch, did you catch what I just said? Now, those of you that know the story, we read the event, but the children of Israel had been challenged for close to 40 days. Every day, Goliath from Gath, one of the Gath brothers, because um, there were five other brothers, <clears throat> would come out, challenge the children of Israel. Now watch this. This is going to bless you. And this is going to require you to have an expanded thinking. Now watch this. It was not what was said in the challenge. It was in what he proposed in the challenge. He said, now listen to this. This is going to bless you. He said, he said, let's bypass this battle and war for, for, for there's no sense in us losing valuable men. Why don't you send us your best guy? Send us your best men and, I, and we will send our best men. Now watch this. Here's a key that Satan don't want you to know. I'm getting excited. Goliath said, whoever wins will be the slave of the other. Listen, let that sink in. Hey, listen, the devil don't like dragged out all out Viking war. 
That's bad for business. Let me even go a step further. Nebuchadnezzar took away the best of the children of Israel. He didn't want war. He wanted the best of their soldiers. Did you catch what I just said? So Goliath said, watch this. He said, whoever wins, one will be the servant of another. What was Goliath doing? Or rather, what was being established in the spirit realm? A law. A law was being established, meaning whoever wins, we bypass arguing, we willingly hand over that which is ours without any, without a fight. Watch this. Satan would love to distract the church with war, with a lot of war. But the real battle is what I call asymmetric warfare, a battle of legalities. The devil don't want to see you in a legality. You want to know why? Because we already have the endorsement of the courtroom of heaven. Whatever you bind in a contract, God will bind in a contract in heaven. Whatever you loose or whatever you dissolve, dissolve is a legal term, which means there's a binding contract. And when you go to end it, when you go to end it legally, it's not called a breach. A breach of contract is when you violate the terms of your contract. But watch this, watch this. When the contract gets uh, eliminated, the word that is used is called dissolve. Did you catch that? Whatever you dissolve on earth or loose from a binding contract, heaven will loose. Now watch this. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The spirit realm responds to legalities. So if, watch this. So the most important person uh, that's a threat to the kingdom of darkness is a person that knows the protocols and the laws of the kingdom. It's not the soldier. Listen to me. The soldier is not the most important person in a war. It's those who are establishing legislation that begins those wars. That is why before a war is ever broken out on the field, it's first initiated in a courtroom. Did you catch what I just said? And demons know this. Right? Demons know this. And Goliath said, he said, whoever wins, whoever wins, we willingly will submit by law. And watch this. Watch this. Here's where the children of Israel messed up. Because they won. And then they still went to war. That's where us church folk mess up all the time. We got the victory. And we still want to go to war. The children of Israel had no reason after Goliath's head was cut off to even go to war because the contract was, the binding contract was, watch this, willingly, willful surrender. Am I talking good? Or don't play with Apostle Pagani when it comes to deliverance. I be a beast in this. To God be all of the glory. Listen to what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And the next verse goes on to say that the children of Israel started fighting and warring and destroying everyone. There was no need to destroy them. 
for they were on the way to willingly surrender. Let's go even a step further. Watch this. Watch this. First Kings chapter 22. We find the courtroom of heaven deliberating concerning the demise of Ahab. And the Lord and the courtroom of heaven were in session. And Micaiah the prophet saw. And there was, it says that there was a lot. Read the text. It says there was a lot of suggestions. <laughs> and then the Bible says this. Oh, this is going to bless you. It says, finally, a spirit showed up and said, I will convince Ahab. And watch this. Watch this. The Bible says, watch this crazy revelation. The Bible says, the Lord said, how will you? Notice how the Lord, the Lord dialogues with demons. For those of you that be like, I don't talk to no demon. There are times when God says, talk to him. My name is Legion, for we are many. Another topic for another day. Watch this. Finally, the spirit says, I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. Watch this. Watch this. Do you see what I'm saying? And the Lord said, read the text. It says, the Lord said, you shall be a lying spirit. And I agree with your plan. And what happened? This is what I'm saying. A law was established, allowing that demon freedom to work without being bound by some zealous Pentecostal kingdom fivefold binding and intercessor. Did you catch what I just said? Ah, <laughs> you don't want to play. Sometimes intercessors are actually praying witchcraft prayers. I'm going to leave that one alone. So the law was established, right? And what happened? The demon began to function in the mouth. What? Listen, the demon and, watch this, and the demons under its authority began to do what? Began to touch the mouths of all the prophets and they began to prophesy lies. They never broke rank. They were so good. 400, they had, a, they had a network of falsehood going on there. Write this down, the book of Jude. I'm going in. Well, listen, I'm, listen, I'm telling you, humans can violate laws, but demons cannot. They can, it's impossible for them. All right, now watch this. Even the devil knows his legalities that allow him to function. Watch this. Because we find in the book of Jude, Satan, Lucifer, dialoguing and fighting, watch this, legally. See, you keep thinking that he was fighting with Michael on a battlefield. No, no. That battle between Lucifer and Michael the Archangel was a battle of legalities. You want to know why it wasn't on the battlefield? Because the devil really did have legal right. You see, is it legal right to go get Moses? That's why he was coming to collect. The Grim Reaper was coming to collect. And what happened? Listen, listen. Michael resisted him, right? 
Because we're going to find that Moses reappears in Revelation 11 with Elijah. And then he was going to reappear again in Matthew chapter 17 in the mountain of transfigure. Mm, don't play. I'm going in. I'm showing you. I'm showing you. Notice how. Watch this. Notice how. I'm going to show you how demons can't violate law. Satan had been looking for Moses for about 3,000 years. Because when he first went to collect them, he got resisted legally. Watch this. And how did Michael resist Satan? He didn't resist him with a sword. He resisted him by pulling rank in a corporal. The Lord rebuke you. That was... Hey, listen, watch this, watch this. That was uh, Michael putting out the paperwork and, and basically like when a U.S. Marshal comes, he pulls out the paper and says, hey, I evict you from this place. And does what? Takes the edict and slaps it on your door. Y'all don't know nothing about that because y'all grew up. Y'all grew up good. The rest of us, you know, we know what we know what it's like to, to, to watch people get evicted from apartments and another topic for another day. Now watch this. So Satan had been looking. Satan had been looking for Moses. And finally, finally, watch this. Moses reappears with Elijah. What well, listen? With Elijah, Moses, Satan had been looking for Elijah. There are three people, three people, three, that Satan right now is looking for. He's looking for Enoch, Enoch. He's looking for Moses, and he's looking for Elijah. Am I talking good? All right, now Enoch is a whole other topic uh, that represents the immortal church. Enoch represents the rapture of the church who will never die. Enoch will never die. There is a generation of immortals on the earth. If Jesus was to come right now, we would become immortal, which means we would never die. But I'm going to leave that one alone because you might think I'm, I'm talking fairy tales. <sighs> Let's keep going. So finally, Moses and Elijah... Show up. If there was anyone, watch this. If there was anyone uh, that could uh, could have came to collect on the mountain of transfiguration, it would have been Satan. Because he, he would have said, there they go. I finally know where they are at. And what happened? You don't see Satan going up to collect. You want to know why? You want to know why? <laughs> Very simple. Humans can violate laws, but demons cannot. Satan watched from afar. Moses and Elijah. And, and there's a legal jurisdiction that death, watch this, death can't touch them until Revelation 11. And when you get to Revelation 11, for 1,460 days, Satan, the Bible says, no one can harm them. Why? Listen. Oh, I'm talking God. Listen, it says, read it. Revelation 11. It says, for 1,460 days, no one can harm them. That means 
Nobody. Did you catch what I just said? Nobody can harm them. Why? Because humans can violate laws. But demons cannot. Finally, watch this. Another edict. Read the text. Is released. And the edict has declared death. Uh, uh, death has been granted access to Moses and Elijah. And what happens? Satan comes to collect. The Bible says the beast rises up. The, no, as a matter of fact, it says the, well, the beast, the dragon, rises up and slays them. It says slays them. And the whole world marveled. Why? Because humans cannot violate, humans can violate laws, but demons cannot. So finally, the law was released that Moses and Elijah could die now. Guess who came to collect? Did you catch it? So why am I saying all this? I could go deeper. I could go deeper. I could go so deep that you might think it's heresy and false doctrine. And in reality, I'm just 20 years ahead of the body of Christ in a lot of revelation when it comes to deliverance. I'm only letting you read in a book that I wrote what I feel you're comfortable with. But I have a book here. See this book right here? This is my book of downloads. This is my, this is my stuff. This is my book of downloads. There's stuff that I wrote in here that will not be released until the day I die. It's just that far out there. You do know that there is a level of deliverance. Watch this. That you don't even have to say a word. You don't even have to tell them, say Jesus, say Jesus. Come on, say Jesus. There's a level of deliverance that Paul took handkerchiefs. He anointed them. He said, take this and... And the Bible says, listen to what I'm saying. The Bible says, watch this. The Bible says that, catch this. Demons came out screaming out of the body of people who were possessed. Read the text. I know we love focusing on the healing part of that verse. The first says, many were healed. And then the next verse says, and many who had demon spirits. Demons came out, which means that there's a level of deliverance, level of deliverance. You can read this in Acts chapter 19 that don't even require me having to lead you through a prayer. I could give you a look. Let me give you an example. How many of you, how many of you have children? Have you ever walked in a room and gave your child a look and your child just stopped what they were doing? You didn't have to say anything. Well, there is a level in deliverance that you don't even have to use words. I'm talking about you could look at the other end of the room and not have to do your ikarubo shandai stuff, you know, and get, bring me the oil. No, you could just look in a room and say, oh, I see you, you ugly religious gorilla. And just give a look and that demon look right at you. And then you'd be like this. Let me, let me tell you something, man. I'm trying to get to that level where you could just someone possessed by a demon. You just walk in there and just go, that's it. That's it. I'm close to that. I haven't got there yet, but I, I've told the demon to bounce a couple of times, you know, in my ghetto language. I've told demons to bounce in straight ghetto ebonics. I've told demons, man, get up out of here, man. Bounce now in Jesus name. But there's a level you walk in and you go, hmm. And just that's it. That's it. 
Why? Because when you showed up, the word ecclesia means a governmental jurisdiction legislative body of called out ones with judges. Now you know why there's a whole book dedicated to the book of judges. You keep thinking that it's warfare. And the book of judges for the term judge means courtroom. In the courtroom. See, you keep thinking that Samson's strength was in his... And Samson's strength, he ruled Israel for 20 years. We only read of three events of, of Samson. The Bible says he ruled Israel for 20 years. That word ruled is a judicial term, which means that he was the governing authority. And then when the devil got out of hand, well, then he regulated. Did you catch that? Why am I saying all this? Is that when you find the right law during deliverance, I'm not talking about finding the root. That is the relational aspect of deliverance. I'm teaching you the judicial aspect of deliverance. When you find the right law, find the right law. Demons have to let you go and you don't have to yell. You could just give one directive. Come out in Jesus name. You are unauthorized there. And you just wait. And they'll do all of the. Ah! And challenge you. And do all of that stuff. And I had a demon yell at me the other day. Some of my spiritual daughters are watching. They were there at the church. You know. Demon and some lady. Uh, started manifesting. And just said. Ah. You think you're so special. I didn't even pay attention. I was like. Stop. I was like. Stop. I was like, stop. No need to do all that stuff. Listen, that's that was the devil's play to get me to get into pride. I don't listen to that stuff. I am special. And so are you in Christ. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're not trying to be special. We are special because we are the apple of his eye. That was the devil angry with the fact that we are special and that's to get you to get into pride that you think that it's all about you devil was yelling ah, <laughs> you think you're so special i was like okay here we go true story oh no i'm not and i shut it up i was like oh we're not gonna tolerate that here quiet now jesus name and we helped the lady get a portion of freedom. She didn't get fully free. She got partially free. And to God be the glory. Find the right law. Stand your ground as a king. See, we're too busy trying to be priests. Why don't you learn to be king? A king gives a directive, an edict, and just waits for it to be enforced. If you listen to this revelation and a lot more, watch this. I'll give you another one. Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you in the courtroom that he may sift you as wheat. But I have 
defended you in the courtroom that your faith faileth not. And when you are converted, because I already know the edict, strengthen thy brethren. <laughs> hey, listen, with you, if you catch this, and I'm gone, if you catch this, you will narrow down this our deliverance and slithering on the floor and all of this. Ah, no, no, I'm not coming. You will bypass all of that and get to the root and to the right law and just wait and say, okay. And in our house, sometimes I don't even, sometimes I time the devil. I tell the devil, you got five minutes to leave this person. True story. Those of you that are in my house know that lately I've been doing that because y'all ain't going to wear me out. You got devil, you got five minutes and I make people bring a timer. <laughs> I mean, bring me a timer. We're going to count this five minutes. Devil, you got five minutes. Get out. And we sit there and time it. And true story, within five minutes, devil leaves or gets quarantined. Maybe I'll teach that to you next time I get on. What is quarantine? I think I will. I think I might teach it to you tomorrow. Quarantine is when you lock a demon in a cell to await trial. <laughs> and I mean, when you lock it in there, you can't, when, when now is not the time to deliver the person and you lock it in there to await trial. And who's the judge? You're the judge. Oh, you want a scripture reference for what I just said? No, God is the judge. Do me a favor. Stop being religious. You're the judge. You know how I know that it's you're the judge and not him? Because the Bible says we shall judge angels. Oh, drops the mic. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Hey, listen. The Lord's favor, grace, and blessing be upon all of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 